Hello, what is up guys? Emon from Peso Smart PH here. Welcome to a new episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today, we will be remembering Charlie Munger. So unfortunately, he died at 99 years old. He is an investing guru and the right hand to Warren Buffett at Berkshire Hathaway. So he died in a California hospital on Tuesday, according to a company statement. So independent of being Berkshire Hathaway's vice chairman, Munger was a rock star and a legendary investor who served as CEO of Wesco Capital until 2011 when Berkshire took over control of the company. So together, Buffett and Munger catapulted Berkshire to 20.1% annual gains. That is twice the rate of the S&P 500 with their innovative investing philosophies and a lot of not really straightforward but streamlined bets. As of this year, Munger's net worth was $2.5 billion and Berkshire Hathaway could not have been built to its present status without Charlie's inspiration, wisdom, and participation, Buffett said in a statement. So yeah, and in this video, we're just gonna like explore all of the things that he said and all of the ideas that he put through that have made an impact on my life in general and my investing we can say career or investing journey so this is charlie munger and i believe this was a couple of years back this was at a annual stockholders meeting with Berkshire Hathaway because Warren Buffett and Charlie they always have this annual stockholders meeting and then it's sort of like a press conference for all of the stockholders or shareholders of the company so it's a yearly event so yeah so the first rule of compounding is to never interrupt it unnecessarily So Charlie Munger said this before, and again, he is correct because most of new investors pull out their capital as soon as the stock they bought goes down. So you won't be able to take advantage of compounding interest if you consistently do this. So that is a pitfall for the newbies. Of course, you can change that moving forward. The market is inherently volatile and it is a feature, not a bug. So having a long-term time horizon for your investments will give you a better chance of making money. And if if you stick long enough, it guarantees it. Because there was a study, I can't really remember the source. But for example, you have you have the downside for one year of investing, you have the upside. You also have it for 5 years, for 10 years, and for 20 years, there is a 100% guarantee that you will make money. So, 
it's a guaranteed 100% win if you just think if you just stick long enough and then time in the market is better than timing the market i know a lot of people will disagree with this but most of them will be you know day traders swing traders or whatever or whatever kind of trader they are but yeah for for long-term investors this is like the creed or like the motto that we have and then on being flexible and open-minded so if if what you have decided isn't working change your mind early rather than late so don't persevere with losing solutions as warren buffett and charlie munger said when the facts change you have to change your mind so this is this is hard it's very hard to wrap your head around this idea sometimes i personally have a hard time practicing it or applying it to my own life i grew up with the never give up mentality and pretty sure if you're if you're filipino then you also have that sort or that kind of mentality this caused me to sink into a hole whenever i'm in a losing situation often being a victim of the sunk cost fallacy you have to be comfortable with throwing in the towel that's not necessarily a bad thing you have to be flexible enough to pivot your strategy in order to course correct so quitting or changing your mind isn't for losers it's an essential step for you to try something new and discover better ways to achieve your goals then moving on to risk and expectations so charlie munger said that the best way to achieve felicity is to aim low you have to remember that comparison is the thief of joy nowadays people love comparing their lives with celebrities famous and rich people so it has become the norm in social media and trying to aim for something that somebody else already achieved can be inspiring however you have to truly know yourself first because we all have different circumstances different privileges different goals different wants different needs and different personalities so there's no one size fits all approach in life so what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you and the same thing goes for everyone else right what works for you for example you're a trader or something like that it doesn't necessarily work for me again there's no one size fits all approach so set the proper expectations and work towards your own happiness and sense of contentment or fulfillment and then moving on this idea was from the book 8020 principle so you don't need tremendous force to create tremendous results gains actually come from a small percentage of actions so charlie munger said that if you remove just a few berkshire 
Just a few of Berkshire's top investments, its long-term track record is pretty average. So if they weren't able to buy, for example, a specific stock or specific stocks previously, then Berkshire wouldn't have been performing very well over the years. And the reason for that are are only a few stocks, right? Like, for example, Geico or Coke. So it's... Their portfolio is not really widely or largely diversified. So they just focus on most of their winners. And then, simplicity versus complexity. So you have to do some quiet thinking and you have to mine a few small pieces of previous insight and then act selectively on a few objectives and a narrow front decisively and impressively to produce terrific results with as little energy and as few resources as possible so again going back to the 8020 principle and this is also the topic of the book essentialism so you just focus on the essential few instead of spreading spreading yourself like too thin so instead of focusing on a lot of things and being let's say d minus or like c plus on those on those things you can be you know a plus a or a minus in a few things only so charlie munger explained this in their 2023 stockholders meeting or conference with berkshire and this is essentially what he and Warren Buffett do. So they don't, you know, buy all of the stocks that they think will perform well. They only pick those few stocks that they are almost 100% sure will deliver good returns moving forward. So simple is really beautiful. But business people seem to love complexity. So that's why they have uh, a lot of, you know, complicated roles and complicated processes that they introduce. Because, you know, they get paid if, if they're doing something complex. So business returns actually abhor complexity. And as the business becomes more complex, its returns fall dramatically. So Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett mentioned this in one of their annual stockholders meeting event. They said that both of them love to do the simplest of things, especially with their investing approach. They both left the innovation and groundbreaking products or tech to the likes of Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk. They can never do what those people did. They are both the epitome of applying the 80-20 principle. So doing the least effort for the most gain. So if you really think about it, I know a lot of people, they they think that what Warren Buffett do or his investing approach is pretty complicated. But if you know how to read financial reports, then you can essentially imitate what he does although probably not like the same 
you know, track record or the same returns as him. But pretty much pretty close, I would say. Or you're probably going to be able to beat the S&P 500. And a lot of people try to complicate that. They're saying that he has a secret or whatever. But he just simply studies the, the businesses. And he checks like the leaders are they competent are they trustworthy and they also check of course the track record and the future earnings of those companies because the the past records it doesn't necessarily mean that they can do that again in the future so you have to be good at forecasting And then on learning. So Warren Buffett said, no, not Warren Buffett, sorry. Charlie Munger said, I have said that in my whole life, I've known no wise person over a broad subject matter area who didn't read all the time. So one of the reasons why I picked up the habit of reading again last year is because all of the successful people that I admire and aspire to be are readers. So Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, Ryan Holiday, Marcus Aurelius, Malcolm Gladwell, Ogmandino, Seneca, and Epictetus, they're all readers. So why shouldn't I be? And as Harry Truman said, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders have to be readers. And then lastly the right role models so Warren Buff- uh, Charlie Munger said that there's no reason to look only for living models the eminent dead are in the nature of things some of the best models around so some of the dead role models that I have Omandino, Marcus Aurelius and Marcus Aurelius live like more than 2000 years ago right and then same thing for Seneca and Epictetus and those are all stoics so you don't really have to like look for you know current or like living role models you can always look back and lastly we all have our own definition or idea of being rich or wealthy so charlie munger said that like warren I had a considerable passion to get rich. Actually, I believe he's being too liberal with the term rich. Because rich, you have a very high income. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have low expenses. Because wealth is essentially money that you don't spend. So if you're wealthy, then you have a lot of money that you don't spend. But if you're rich, it can be the case that you have a very high income, but you also have a very high expense rate. So essentially, you're not saving anything. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you're also wealthy. So hope that makes sense. And not because I wanted Ferraris. So that in the yung, yung main motivation for Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett. They both wanted independence. And they both desperately wanted it. Because, you know, if you're rich, if you're wealthy, then you have a lot of options, right? 
for example, if you have a high savings rate, then you can probably go travel and you can also put up a business, invest in a business or invest in the stock market or invest in anything that you want. Like for example, you can you can buy books so to to improve yourself, you can you can enroll in in a school for example the the actual program or course that you really wanted to study but you didn't have the chance when you know when you were first in in college or in the university or you can also enroll in courses online courses so that you can upskill improve your skills so yeah that's that's basically it for our little look back or like tribute for for charlie munger so yeah thanks charlie he almost lived to to 100 years but unfortunately he did so he was 99 years old when he died a couple of days ago but yeah uh i learned a lot from charlie munger and a lot of his principles and investing strategies i i still use and apply in my own life so yeah hopefully this helps you out as well and hopefully you learn a thing or two from charlie munger so yep that's the end of the video thanks very much for watching and listening i hope to see you guys in the next one always remember be passive smart